Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent cloud-based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR Chuck. No costly or disruptive infrastructure changes, fast and easy associate training, and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges, increase efficiency, and enhance customer engagement. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. Go to www.the6river.com to learn more. How do you create warehouse superheroes? The answer is simple. With visual voice scan solutions from ProSensus. With record demand and labor shortages, warehouses need more effective workers and lightning fast onboarding. Visual voice scan solutions from ProSensus enable warehouse workers to achieve superhero performance with up to 20% improved productivity and up to 99% accuracy. Hands-free barcode scanners from ProGlove paired with wearable mobile computers is just the beginning. Improved mobile interfaces with reduced keystrokes, easy-to-read screens, custom keyboards, voice-enabled interface, and more can be realized with ease on the leading WMS platforms. Sound too good to be true? Let us show you with our one-of-a-kind virtual demo. Visit ProCensus.com to get started today. Again, that's ProCensus.com to get started. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas. From the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawn with the New Warehouse Podcast here at Modex 2022 in the booth. And I am joined by Dave Haley. He is from Open Sky Group and he is a senior supply chain advisor over there. He is going to talk to us a little bit about what it is that Open Sky Group does. And he's also giving a presentation at Modex this week. So he's going to talk to us a little bit about the content of that presentation and why it is an important thing to make sure that everything works when you plug it in is a simple way to put it as he said but he's going to give us a little more detail on that so so dave welcome to the booth welcome to the show how are you doing i'm well today kevin thanks for having me looking forward to our short chat here 
Definitely happy to have you on. Definitely uh, happy to talk to you about all these different things, and definitely happy to be in person here at Modex as well. I think it's uh, it's incredible. We're shaking hands, right? Yep. I think it's something new. I'm getting back into my grip, you know, making sure I'm good. I tell you, Kevin, I was at Edge <laughs> earlier this year, yeah. um, and it was kind of un- underwhelming. Okay. Uh, but this is this looks like uh, we haven't missed a beat here. It's very exciting. I know, all the vendors here and all the people, and I assume it's just going to get busier through the day. It's, it's terrific to see. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it'll be interesting to see how it grows, especially I think Tuesday is usually the biggest day, which is tomorrow. We're not even there yet, and it's already pretty packed. So, yep. so we'll see how things go. So, so you're here on behalf of Open Sky Group. So tell us a little bit about Open Sky Group and, and what it is that you guys do. Sure. Open Sky Group started about 16 years ago. Okay. They are the number one reseller for Blue Yonder products. Okay. Blue okay. Yonder is a tier one WMS, but right. they have other items. But Open Sky started with the WMS implementations. Okay. They've expanded into TMS, Transportation System Manage- uh, Systems, and Labor Management Systems as well. Okay. And a few years ago, um, Kurt Sardison, our, our founder and owner, started thinking, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of products, a lot of things out there, a lot of challenges in the industry that we don't really help our current clients with or help future clients with. So he started brainstorming, bringing an advisory services offering into the Open Sky Group umbrella, along with our implementation of WMS, TMS, managed services, as another practice under that umbrella. So the advisory services is trying to be strategic as we either support current clients going into some type of transformation. Mm-hmm. We're working on a visibility project right now. Okay. Uh, we worked on in the past on evaluating the right TMS for them. Mm-hmm. So advisory services gets out on front before any contracts are signed or okay. the integrator shows up with, with all his, t- his tools and, yeah. and he's ready to plug everything in and you yeah. say, oh, we'll slow down. <laughs> I'm not sure yet how we do this. Yeah. Uh, and there's just a bunch of stories that you'll go through. And uh, I, I sat in a seminar earlier this year and it was about warehousing, the status of warehousing. And it really was a 45-minute gripe session of <laughs> operators who just didn't have time to deal with labor shortage. Right. To look at how they're optimizing their current footprint, their current tools, or current systems, to be spending time looking five years down the road. Right. They just didn't have the time to do it. And that's kind of the space we're trying to fill in advisory services, hmm. where we have a client who has a challenge. I'll mention this one, a, a company was looking at a TMS when we, we first launched. Okay. And they absolutely know they needed a tier one TMS solution. Yeah. They needed all that functionality. Yeah. And they had a new director of logistics started, and he joined the company. So, you know, the new guy, right? Put the yeah. new guy hat on. Yeah. So, oh, stop. <laughs> you know, what, how do we, what are we doing here? Yeah. And he asked for our help to evaluate what they were trying to do, what they're trying to achieve. Mm. Well, when we looked into it, it's like, there's no way you need all that functionality in a tier one WMS system. Right. You just don't need it. Mm-hmm. And we recommended a lesser system, less robust system, but they right. weren't doing an international. They weren't mm-hmm. doing ocean ship. And that. Oh, they didn't yeah. expedite okay. anything. They were just moving products around domestically between their DCs and the warehouses. Mm-hmm. So that's the type of work we're trying to do. Instead of having a, a potential client make this big investment that he has to justify right. or he can't justify because the price tag's so high mm-hmm. and the savings aren't there. Yeah. Maybe there's another way to handle it. Mm. 
Interesting, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, a great thing and a, a good service, obviously, mm -hmm. because, you know, I think uh, a lot of times you may just think that, like you said, you need the tier one, you need the best of the best, and it, that comes with the price tag, obviously. So, so if that's not the right fit, or, I mean, it could be the right fit, but it's not essentially the, the fit that you necessarily need and you're going above and beyond with, with no real benefit to it, then, then I, I think it's a great thing that you guys can point that out and help guide people in, in the right way. Because I think the other thing, too, is if I think about it, you know, most of the time operations, they're not... They're not changing their system every year, right? No, so, absolutely not. Yeah, so it's a it's a big time decision, mm -hmm. and it's something that you know comes along every you know maybe five even longer uh, time periods, and you know you're looking at that, and and it's not necessarily probably like you said the new guy comes in has a different idea. Mm -hmm. uh, the people that made the decision last time, maybe they're not with the company anymore. So so bringing in people that do it all the time, like you guys, makes makes total sense to do it. Yeah, absolutely, and we're just. We're hoping to get there with the street part because mm -hmm. after it happened, it's a lot harder right. to, to help. You know, what is the goal? What are you probably mm -hmm. trying to solve? It's always the first question right. you should ask anybody. And then what are you doing today to solve that problem? Mm -hmm. What are your processes? What are the steps you're following in order to improve your situation? Mm -hmm. Often there's a gap there. Right. And, and you may be able to get pretty far down that road by reviewing the processes and what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Or there may be some lower-end technology where we're working with a client now that it's a, it's a fairly good-sized shipping operation, global. Okay. Yeah. They don't have any scanning. Oh, my God. Well, you say that, and I, yeah, <laughs> but they don't. Yeah. And so they're trying to have us help them understand the best way to implement it, how do you roll mm -hmm. it out, uh, what scanning format do you want to use. They're really yeah. enamored with QR codes, and there's mm -hmm. a lot in there, but it's... It's not a traditional thing you use in operations. Not right. saying you can't do it. Yeah. Uh, so it's questions like that that we have the bandwidth to help them solve that. We have a tremendous technological fallback with Open Sky Group. We have a very wide partner network mm -hmm. for things that we're not specialists in, but we these guys are, and we're not trying to uh, co convince you that we know things that we don't know. Mm -hmm. And and again, I'm doing a presentation on this tomorrow, and. What we're looking at is some examples without naming any names or embarrassing mm -hmm. anybody. Right. The only person that'll be embarrassed is me when I tell my story. <laughs> uh, there's actually two in there, but I'm going to keep one secret. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> about how they they charged ahead, right. trying to do the right things. Mm -hmm. Bought terrific equipment. Okay. Really had it conceptually where they wanted to be, but yeah. they missed something. Mm. They missed the systems being able to talk to one another. That's they were thing. measuring yeah. one thing, trying to fix another thing. Right. Uh, the cultural shift wasn't right. Just a mm -hmm. variety of reasons why these things can struggle. Mm. Hopefully, we'll have a you know a couple laughs at other people's expense out of it, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then come out of it with an understanding of well, you know, maybe we if we follow these steps, and maybe if we don't dive into the deep end of the pool right away, you know, mm -hmm. maybe we walk down the steps and wade through the baby water, and then and yeah. then start getting into the deeper end of the pool we can have a better effect. Mm. And again, our part in advisory services as a part of Open Sky Group isn't to sell anybody anything. Okay. Now we may. Yeah. We may come back and say, you know what? You need a tier one blind, blind, blind. That's great. That's yeah. good news for us. Mm. But if that isn't the answer, that's not the answer. Mm. If the answer is you need to redo your training procedures okay. or maybe there's a low-end robotic solution just to help you set up a forward pick location, right. a goods to person modified location. We don't touch that. We, mm -hmm. we 
we'll recommend a couple people for you to work with, and then we, do, we move on unless they want us to help. We can. Mm. So that's what we're really trying to do. It's, it's much more strategic, much more being that helping hand, that other set of eyes that's job is to be in the industry, to understand what's going on, to mm. look at people's processes, and help them solve their issues mm. without having any preconceived ideas of some system down the road that we were trying to, to uh, get installed. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think that makes uh, total sense. I mean, it, it, you know, having that approach, I think, is, is such a great business model because you're, you're coming in as not necessarily someone that's looking to, to push a sale on you. You're mm-hmm. coming in as someone that really wants to be able to, you know, help you find the right solution. And then, like you said, if, if something comes of it, something comes of it. But I think that's a great service to the industry because, you know, like we talked about, you know, people maybe are not familiar maybe they need to bring something new into their operation they may have never had exposure to that or have familiarity with that so so it's very interesting so so your your talk here at modex is going to be along those lines right you're going to be talking about how to make sure that you're when you put everything together everything works right yeah it's entitled forcing a square peg into a round hole okay. process and technology alignment so that's exactly what that is when you think about that visual of a square peg being put in a round hole. Well, it kind of works, right? I yeah. mean, it kind of fills a hole up. Mm-hmm. There's gaps here, and <laughs> there's splinters, and yeah. you know, maybe you got some damage from the sledgehammer that you used mm-hmm. to force it in there. But it's in there. Right. But it isn't optimized. It isn't doing the most it could do to move your business forward. Right. Uh, you know, we we look at it in terms of there's a lot of shiny things out there absolutely and i mean we're right here we're in the, the there's a lot of, there's a lot of shiny, shiny things, things in this room things, right <laughs> <laughs> and they're easy to fall in love with yeah uh, i was looking at a sortation system for uh shuttles okay and i'm thinking well did you slot your inventory at first yeah. did, did you know you need that when right. was the last time you did a inventory rationalization mm-hmm. and figured out where your how much inventory needed to be where to be optimized right. before you decide to go down this route. Right. But there's real challenges. I mean, labor is not available. The last number I saw, there's 500,000 open warehousing jobs. Mm. There's expected demand for that to double in the next three to five years. So that's a million jobs that need to be filled. Right. Yeah. Or a million man hours equivalent mm. need to come out of the operation. Mm. So how do you balance that? How do you say, okay, I'm going to put robots in. What are robots good at? They're good at getting a queue, right. reacting to the queue, mm-hmm. get another queue, react to the queue. Yeah. So if you can take that mind-numbing work away from mm-hmm. your workers, can you build a better work environment for them? Can you build a better culture for them? Because mm-hmm. people are much better at handling variation. So if you can think of those type of strategies, okay, we're going to put this in. Where are we putting it? What yeah. are we trying to achieve? Are we overcomplicating the operation or are we making it simpler? Mm-hmm. And, and there's always a concern when you add systems, technology to a flawed or non-existent process. Mm-hmm. It just makes it worse. It doesn't right. make it better. Yeah. Uh, you may find in your operation that you have people with local, local knowledge. Mm-hmm. You may or may not have standard operating procedures. You may or may not have work instructions. Yeah. They may not be what you're doing that those workers may have figured out a better way to do it yeah. and you train up you know the new guy and, and you're excited and you've invested in training this guy and he goes out on the floor and he starts doing his job and somebody taps him on the shoulder and the guy's been there Dude, for 20 years way, yeah. he says 
yeah, I know why they told you to do that. That's not how we do it. Yeah. And he teaches a better way to do it. Yeah. And the guy says, well, do I go back and ask the trainers, or do I want to make nice with these people that I'm going to be working with all day? Yeah. Odds are they're going to want to make nice with the people they're right. going to be working with all day. <laughs> so if you have those things, and then all of a sudden you say, well, okay, we're going to automate this, this production line, mm. and you find out there's five things that aren't in your procedures that we're mm. doing on that line, you don't have them documented, documented, and the system you're putting in doesn't handle them well. Mm. Well, you're gonna. Hopefully, you'll just slow it down. You might just shut it down altogether. Yeah. So those are the type of things we're trying to involve. And, and I think you know, inclusive of that comment is, make sure the folks are involved. Make sure the people doing the work are part of the solution, are part of the planning and buy into why we're doing it. Really understand it because you change management, right? Mm. The first thing people think is. Oh, they're coming after our jobs. Right. Well, you know, maybe, but maybe what we're trying to do is get more efficient, not have this churn with temporary workers all the time who just come and go because they, they get a better offer, or yeah. we've had to lower our bar on who we'll bring in just because mm-hmm. we're not getting enough bodies yeah, through the door. Yeah. So how can we get more efficient? And maybe in the end, yeah, we have a less total people, but we're more competitive now. Mm-hmm. So we grow market share. There is data that shows that companies that were early adopters into technology actually ended up hiring more people because their business grew. Uh, Not because the technology didn't work, but all of a sudden they became more competitive. Their costs were better, their quality was better, and their deliveries were better than their competitors, and that grew their business Mm -hmm. and actually inflated the need for workers, which is kind of counterintuitive, and I found it interesting when I read that, but it makes sense when you take a breath and think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting, actually. It's an interesting thing to point out there, and I, I think it does make sense because you're you, you grow rapidly, and you mm-hmm. try to just you know throw people at the the growth, basically, just to just to handle it, and you're not assessing totally the the full need and you need from automation or expansion of your robotics program, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the case may be. So, so very interesting points there, and I, I love talking to you about this. It, it's very interesting, you know, the different experiences you had, and, and I'm sure you're going to be sharing those in your, your talk as well, which yes. we're definitely looking forward to. So, you know, I guess uh, as a takeaway here for listeners, you know, somebody that's maybe involved in warehousing operations, you know, what do you think is the... This might be a tough question. What do you think is the the biggest misstep that people usually do when they go to implement a project? I, I think there's two. Okay. We can go with two. So when you add a new system, a new piece of hardware mm-hmm. into an existing infrastructure, a different okay. s- network of... of an ERP and maybe you already have a WMS and you're adding labor to it or, or you're adding labor to your ERP, whatever that existing infrastructure is, mm-hmm. making sure that they can communicate and coordinate and talk to each other. Okay. Well, we're going to have an example tomorrow of a, you know, a company that went headlong into robotics, but mm-hmm. when they went to, they ended up having to get different models and they had mm-hmm. to build a special connection between their uh, WMS and the different robotics with them. They had to bring another vendor in yeah. and, and while they're doing all this stuff, the ROI is going out the window. Yeah, they're getting help from upper management, which we all want to avoid. You never want any help from <laughs> upper management. <laughs> no, and, and it's not going well. And the other thing, Kevin, is just I, I, I wish I could be more innovative and creative about this. Mm-hmm. There's just not enough people to do business as usual. Right. I saw the other day Walmart's going to hire fifty thousand more people. Yeah. Well, they're not importing them. Yeah. They're not <laughs> cloning them. 
right. they're t- coming from somewhere else. Yeah. If, if they wanted to be working in warehousing, they already would. Yeah. So they're probably in a warehouse, and they're going to have to pull them over. And how are you going to do yeah. that? Benefits. Uh, can sign you create flexibility? Yeah. Sign-on bonuses. Mm-hmm. It's a great point. Mm-hmm. Lowering hurdle rates to, to get onboarded into a mm-hmm. job. That, that's all part of it. And you can't fault people for doing those. they got to do something. Mm-hmm. But it's not sustainable. Right. You know, if you're going to compete on price in anything, eventually you'll lose because mm-hmm. someone will do it. Someone will keep paying more. Yeah. Uh, so what you got to do is you got to be competitive in your pay, and you got to build a culture of technology, systems, and people that can give you that flexibility people are looking for. Mm-hmm. You can look at how you do things traditionally can change, right. and you can create a culture where people want to work for more than just the paycheck. So when the guy down the street offers another 25 or 50 cents an hour, mm-hmm. people don't even look at it because I like working here. Yeah. And that's really it in the end, right? If, if you have people who want, have, feel loyalty, feel ownership of the company, and mm-hmm. feel like they're valued, yeah. they're much less likely to take off than if they feel you're brought in for a spike and you'll be cut loose as soon as the spike's over. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting point there, and a very good point. I think, you know, it's, it it makes total sense because you want to make the, especially in the warehouse. I mean, you're you're doing you know repetitive work and you're lifting stuff, and you want to be putting things in place that can help to alleviate those things and, and just make the the work life better, quality of life while you're at work for your employees, you know, a lot better. So so when it comes to that, you know, fifty cents change that you mentioned. It, it, they're not going to think about it, you know. They won't or, even be looking for yeah. it. Yeah, whereas the case if they're, you know, you're not doing things to help them be comfortable in that spot, then 50 cents, I'll take 50 cents, sure. I'll, I'll go do, take yeah. it. So If you raise it 75, I'll come back here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when does that end, right? Yeah, so it's just back and forth, and, and it's incredibly a competitive environment. So, so being able to bring the right things in place to be able to make your workers perform at the way that they want to perform and, and perform well as well, I think, is a, is a huge thing. So you guys being able to provide those advisory services and, and bring, you know, an overall solution and not just, you know, put a Band-Aid on one process mm-hmm. and, and fix just one thing, which may actually break something else, too, is, is the way to go. So so, you know, I appreciate what you guys are doing at Open Sky Group and definitely happy you came by the booth here, Dave. So if people want to find out more information about Open Sky, how can they do that? You can go to our Open Sky Group website. That's the best place. And you can see all our different services from advisory service, managed services, our TMS practice, which is growing, and we're very excited about the opportunities there. WMS, we've been doing it for 16 years, and Mm -hmm. we're very focused. I know everybody says this, but Mm -hmm. we're very focused on the customer and the customer relationships. And we want these clients to come back because even if today it's not a tier one solution, it might be in five years. If we Mm -hmm. can help you grow, we can help you be better. We want long-term customers that, hey, you know what? We need another transformation. Business shift that we just grew. That's what we're trying to do, and it all starts with successful projects and building long-term relationships. Okay, great. And we'll put all the information about Open Sky at thenewwarehouse.com. Excellent. So, Dave, thank you again for stopping by and enjoy the rest of your show and, and good luck on your talk as well. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from The New Warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn.
Just search for The New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.